tents, canopies, or shade structures of any kind. We're not going to be living at GoFest, folks. You guys are getting some sun whether you like it or not. This is not Burning Man. <laughs> Actually, it, it might, might be, be Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. A Detective Pikachu event, Reap Up 2019 details, surprises in the code, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast episode 46. It's May 12th. I'm Chris, your host, and I'm joined by Ness. Hello. And no Kyle this week. No Kyle. Uh, you know what? I'm actually really happy that we even found time to record this weekend. Yes. It is Mother's Day weekend it and is. we were quite busy, jam-packed with things, but here we are. I feel like the past couple of months we've just been flip-flopping hosts. Right. I um, mean, you're you're always here. I've been trying to which be the constant great. variable. Yes. yes. You're the anchor and then <laughs> Kyle and I are just every other week right now. Right. But anyway, we're dedicated to giving you guys a weekly episode. If I need to do it solo... He will. I will. He will. Um, not to your benefit, dear listener, but I guess to <laughs> to mine. There's no flavor text without Kyle or Ira. <laughs> no, it's just me droning on and just patting myself on the back, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, before we get started here, I do want to give a quick shout out to our newest patron supporter, Dennis. Thank you so much for <laughs> Thanks, your support. Thanks, Dennis. We're so thrilled to have you in the Discord. We like which, you. Which, by the way, we are starting up a PvP like remote battle we're gonna do monthly whatever the cup tournament is i'm all signed up for the silf arena so if you're into pvp and stuff like that and you want to join us just hop in the discord by being a dollar a month patron and uh we'll get you in there yeah but anyway let's talk about our weeks ness was not with us last week so she didn't get to set a goal but i do believe two weeks ago she just had a basic kind of we were talking about before the show get back in the poka saddle mm-hmm. you know uh yeah. get your your seven day streaks uh-huh. and a hundred thousand stardust or whatever uh-huh. you were doing so uh-huh. you know what i think we've it, it's been a while since then yes is anything interesting happened the past two weeks for you just in general um i've been really really busy i feel like i've been really busy for like the past two months you're a busy girl yes i am i've been invited on lunchtime raids almost every single day but i have meetings usually during that time so i haven't been able to go but i've been thinking about it a lot more mostly because people stop at my desk and ask me if i want to go <laughs> awesome that's awesome so the thought is there otherwise i don't think i really did much else I, I logged in a few times traded a few pokemon caught a few things and that was about it that's all i had time for really that's true you did get an as elf this week i did i yes. did yes for myself mm-hmm. you're finished right yes okay uh, for myself my my goal for last week was two hundred thousand stardust three pokemon ready for regionals and an as elf myself uh-huh. and uh <laughs> I did get an ads off. Actually, in fact, this past week I caught two. A couple of people in my office started playing and they're like mid 20s. And so I'm like, you know, using them basically as my raid hit squad to get these five stars done when do they pop up nearby. Pogo Niantic should do a Zelf on the shelf for Christmas. Yes, that's brilliant. <laughs> I'm about that. You've heard it first here, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Now get ready for. Azelf on the shelf. I think that's too close for the, for the meme to work. Hmm. You know what I mean? Azelf for yourself. Uh, 
All right, we're going to workshop that in the back, you guys. <laughs> Next week, we will have our prototype. <laughs> yes, uh, I did get 200,000 Stardust. It's kind of hard not to with all these evolution forms around here with this current event, which we'll talk about in a little bit here in the news. But as for the three regionals Pokemon, I did register my Pokemon for that tournament. My Lucario was already ready to go, so that's an easy one. I think I'm going to bring my Bastiodon. He's not quite ready. I need to walk him like 100 kilometers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not going to be And it's pretty. been like raining for the past two weeks here. Yes, but you know, hey, uh, long road ahead of me. I only got two done is what I'm saying here. So uh, I guess I kind of missed that. Good luck. Have fun. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway, let's move on to the news section here. The first piece of news is like kind of an in-house deal. We're going to talk about Mareep Up 2019. Yeah. Because we said we were going to. We're going to be having this annual podcast meetup that we have every single year. We don't have it every single year. Actually, the past, I think, year, maybe even two. I'm two. not quite sure if they did it the first. Or did I think they did it. They did? Yeah. Anyway, Pokemon Go Radio, our friends over there, another great podcast. If you haven't listened to them, uh, you should. They host this meetup called the Mareep Up. Yes, it's fun. Yes, it's dorky. And it's fantastic. But this year, the twins that host that show over there are not going to be able to attend most of Pokemon Go Fest. In fact, only one will be there on the first day of the week, and that's a Thursday, which is problematic when trying to do like a social meetup. Right, they right, have a family right. thing going on. One of them is graduating from, I believe they keep referring to it as Hogwarts, but it is something military related. <laughs> <laughs> so the kind of burden of the meetup. I say burden, but it's not a burden at all. We're happy to do it. Has kind of fallen on to the rest of us. So uh, Ken from Lured Up and ourselves have um, been talking about details and stuff like that. And we scouted a location that's nearby since we're Chicago natives, mm -hmm. a place we've been to tons of times before. They're really fantastic. They great food, great selection of adult beverages, and it is family friendly while the kitchen is open until like 1130 at night. We're talking about Monk's Pub Chicago. So we're going to have hosts and familiar names from our show, obviously. All three of us will be there. Lured up. I know that all three of their hosts will be there as well. So it'll be, you know, Adam, Melissa, and Ken. All three of them will be there. Pokemon Go Radio will have a representative there. I believe it'll be the illustrious overseer, Justin. So the uh, guy who's Justin. all in charge of the uh, PvP over there, the Radio League. Yep. He'll be there. And then we should have two of the three hosts from Pokemon Go podcast. I believe it's Charles and Joe. I think Brian's got to catch a flight like right before this. Nice. Because this is happening on Friday night, June 14th, mm -hmm. 930 p.m. at Monk's Pub. Like I said, it's really close to the trains. It's, it's really close to Grant Park. It's also really close to, well, it's in the loop. So if you're taking one of the lines from anywhere, one of the L lines, they all stop right there. Right, which is one of the reasons why this is a fantastic place for this. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be meeting up there, having some drinks at like 9.30 at night. Although there is some talk about some people getting together before that, but the official start time for the Mareep up is 9.30 p.m. Friday night, June 14th. If you want to RSVP, there is a page on our website, and we'll have a link in the show notes. It's free to attend, but on the other hand, you know, they are giving us this venue basically for free. Yep. So yep. I would probably plan on showing up and even if you don't drink get some poutine because yo it is so good their cheese curds really good <sighs> their cheese curds are fantastic uh -huh, uh -huh. all their food is really quite good yes anyway we're really excited to see everybody the past couple of years it's been a whirlwind uh, last year was the first year that we went and lunatone 
was there. Lunatone spawned and after we left. Uh-huh. We had to leave a little bit early than everybody else. But anyway, um, I know that uh, Terry Wolf is looking forward to it. We're looking forward to seeing him there and everybody else as well. So we can't wait. Hope to see you guys there. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at mail at gocastpodcast.com and see what we can do to help you out there. You also do not need to be in a in attendance to Pokemon Go Fest to come to the Marie Bup. If you're in the area, a Chicago native, and you were unlucky and were not able to get tickets, you can still come hang out with us. Just make sure you RSVP so I can give the venue a heads up. So on to actual Pokemon Go related news. Yes. How about that? Yes. There's an event going on right now. Not Ooh. sure if you noticed. Yes. It's for a little, you know, indie movie called Detective Pikachu, which apparently I'm thrilled to say the reviews are like very positive. See, I don't know. I know we were I talking about this last night. Yeah. yeah. And I like Chris is so excited to see it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to go. It looks so good. All the reviews are awesome. And I'm like, you can go without me because the Pokemon look creepy. They look creepy. Everything but Pikachu. Even Pikachu looks a little bit creepy. A little bit is because he has he speaks English. No, it's, I don't know. It's something about like the art style that they used where I just can't wrap the my hyper realism. Yeah, I can't wrap my head around it. And it's. It's not for everybody. Nah. I, I know I, I nah. get that um, for sure. But So don't feel bad if you don't go because I'm probably not going to go. <laughs> I think you should feel bad if you don't go. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I think everybody should go to there help support this. There are two sides to this sword, Chris. Okay. Well, they were talking. Okay. Here's the reason I'm super excited for the success of this movie. One of the things that they're planning on doing in the future, here are rumors at the very least. They said if this movie did well, that they were going to have like three or four other movies after it, but they were going to be based on like Red's experience through the games. If they're the same art style, I'm still not going. I don't know, man. I'm kind of all about it. Anyway, there's an event going on in Pogo, movie aside, running from May 7th to the 17th. So it's already been live for, you know, about five days or so as of this recording. Yep. Features include increased encounters of Pokemon seen in the movie, such as, uh, you know, Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Jigglypuff, you name it, man. And it's fantastic. There's Charizards in the wild. There's wild Ludicolos Mm -hmm. out right now. That's outrageous. If you haven't gotten one, now's a great time to go to your local park and check it out. In addition to all of those things happening with those encounters, the photobomb feature has also been invaded by a Pikachu wearing a detective hat, which should happen on your first picture once per day. But, you know, uh, we've been hearing lots of reports about this being bugged out, even within our own community. So if it doesn't work out for you, I'm sorry. Maybe try again tomorrow. You still have a number of days to give it a shot. There's also going to be select Pokemon featured uh, appearing in raids, such as for tier one, Shinx, Snubble, Psyduck, Cubone, and Lotad. Note, some of these will not be in the movie, and some of them are just like mainstays of the raid boss list. I don't think Shinx is in the movie, but, you know, Snubble, Psyduck, and Cubone, definitely. For tier two, there's Alolan Executor, Octillery, Lickitung, Apom, and Mawile also Apom's shiny came out this week. Oh, little pink monkey. He's great. Actually, Ambipom is better because it's like purple. For tier three, we're looking at Machamp, Gengar, Arcanine, Flareon, and Alolan Raichu. Tier four, Alolan Marowak, Charizard, Snorlax, and Tyranitar. And then tier five, it's got the three Lake Guardians. EX rates haven't changed in a, you know, quite some time. It feels like a millennia, but I think it's only been a couple of months. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah hopefully a couple of these will be interesting for you i mean who can say no to a tier four charizard raid actually i think a lot of people can but i can't arcanine in tier three raids is pretty cool 
Besides the raid bosses, there's also specially themed field research available for a limited time during the event, including there's just four events, basically. The quest catch the seed Pokemon that is seen walking in a river and wants you to catch oh. one Bulbasaur. Oh, that's and interesting. Your reward is a Trico. Strange. Mm-hmm. The quest catch the fire type evolution of Eevee twice is catch two wild Flareons or one of the raid bosses. Mm-hmm. You get an Arcanine. Catch the water type Pokemon carried in a backpack. That's Psyduck. That'll give you a Magikarp. And then finally, for those of you still looking to catch a Ditto, be on the lookout for Catch 10 Jigglypuff, Apom, or Stubble. That will give you a Zubat that is actually a Ditto. Ooh. Yeah, so that one's out there for a few more days. If you you still need it, go out and grab it. Bless y'all that are still on the Ditto quest. Yes, for real. (laughs) The co-workers I was telling you that started playing. Oh, they're they're on the Ditto quest. Well, they were tripping on it last week until finally the research dropped really near us. I'm like, go spin that stop. That's your Ditto. You know, like, (laughs) this is your chance. (laughs) And then finally, for this event, there's going to be themed avatar items available in the shop, which is a detective hat with Pikachu E and then a Detective Pikachu t-shirt. They are free, so sport them. Uh, I was going to say while you can, but I believe they're just going to be permanently added to the game, if I believe. Oh, okay. So there you go. I like seeing new Avatar items. I really do. Like the summer stuff that they came out with lately, with like the plaid and stuff like that. It's cute. It's really It looks real good. I'm a fan. I know there's some weird things with like the poses that you can buy that some of the items just like clip through each other. Like the glasses have a hard time staying on the trainer's face. Right now my belt is going through my shirt. Yeah, there's some weird bugs I got to figure out. But overall, I'm pretty thrilled with all the new avatar items. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there are some bonuses for this event, too. There's actually just two. If you're lucky, you can encounter a shiny apom like we mentioned. But also this entire time, double catch XP for all Pokemon caught. All of them. So if you haven't been out there farming catches and you're looking to farm XP for that, you know, ever elusive level 40, or if you're just chasing 40 times two, uh, this is a great event to do that. So get out there and go, as they say. The next piece of news here is actually something that we don't normally do. It's kind of unconfirmed rumors, but it is a data mine from the APK 0.143.0. I know for a fact that I haven't talked to Nessa about any of this at all yet. I know, it's all a mystery. And I'm excited to see what you're going to think of one of the features in okay. here, okay. potentially. The first thing here to say is, of course, none of this is confirmed by Niantic. And number two, shout out to Pokemon Go Hub, where we get most of, if not all of our news from for the show. So the first thing here is there's new quests. There's text indicative of new quests, and there's four of them. One is win a PvP combat, another is win a NPC combat, then there's go to some location, and then finally walk X kilometers. So hopefully it will be like, you know, win a battle with a friend, uh, battle the one of the team leaders, go to a Pocus stop or a gym, I assume would be like a location, because I don't think they'll tag actual geolocations it'll have to be something in the game and then walk x kilometers is not something we've seen before in the past but it does kind of take the same slot as walk and earn buddy candy you know what i mean yeah kind of means the same thing but it should just be a flat distance and that'll be interesting to see them uh kind of implement into the game they could just be laying the framework for things for um go fest mm-hmm. for the special research it might be could be But at the same time, I mean, I kind of hope that this just shows up in the regular stuff. Here's the thing that I think you're going to be excited about. Okay. New lure modules. Okay. So there's one that's tagged Glacial. Okay. 
Second one that's tagged mossy. Uh-huh. And a third one that's tagged magnetic. magnetic. Mm-hmm. Yes. So here's the thing. Here's the rub. Tied with the next deal where there's new evolution conditions with a lure item. Okay. Only day, only night. Okay. There's a new check for Evie to see if the naming trick is already used, which means that they're probably adding new names to check. Uh-huh, because of the new evolutions. New evolutions. Uh-huh. And then Tyrogue, this is kind of a unrelated, but it, it's going to get a, a, a new naming trick and choice thing going on, hopefully. At least that's what the code means. Mm-hmm. But with the lure item, with Glacial, Mossy, and Magnetic. Yep. Yes, Glaceon and Leafeon. Yes. But also, Probopass? Magnezone? <gasps> Probopass, please. That's what people are thinking. I'm hoping. That's the Maybe rumor. Maybe both. Maybe mm. both Magnezone and Probopass. It's possible. Please. Uh, we're hopefully looking forward to that. I don't please. know. I would be thrilled. Here's how people think it's going to work. Uh-huh. You drop the lure, yep. and instead of it just pulling from whatever the spawn pool is of the biome that you're already in, which is... Mm-hmm. Essentially, how lures work right now. Right. It will then adjust the biome to something else. Something so, else. if you live in Phoenix, Arizona, and you never see snow, no mm-hmm. matter what, throughout the year, and you don't travel, you just drop a glacier lure somewhere, and mm-hmm. you're going to get snowvers and seals. Oh, and that's nice. All this other stuff, like the biomes from GoFest last year. Right. But then also, people are thinking mm-hmm. that you can then evolve into Glaceon while uh-huh. you're under the effect under the lure or in the lure. Yeah. 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 So I'm into it. Into <laughs> so it. am I. So mostly, is the community at large. Mostly because Probopass potential. Right. That's the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully there's all that. Two more things here. One is there's going to be new GoFest badges. There's code for that. Every entrance on each day has a unique line of code. Mm-hmm. So Thursday, South entrance, Thursday, North entrance, Friday, South entrance, Friday, North entrance, and so on and so forth. Yep. So we're not quite sure why this is going to be the case. I can't imagine that the badge that shows up in your trainer profile is going to actually show up any differently than it does normally. Mm-hmm. And then it's probably just a way for them to check that people are where they're supposed to be. That yeah, there's maybe. a way to keep track of people so that they don't come twice. Stuff like that. But if we want to be super conspiracy theory about it, maybe they're going to do a PvP event at GoFest. Like North versus South yeah, side? Yeah. Like, oh, oh <gasps> Chicago. Oh, no. Oh, digging maybe in. Maybe not at Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be into that, actually. That'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Just like, you know, Yikes. just like walking down the street, just snapping. No. It's West Side <laughs> Story all over again. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Oh, we haven't talked about this, but at GoFest this this year, it's going back to Grand Park. 2017, the first GoFest, it was also in Grant Park. It was mm-hmm. fenced in. It yep. was small. It was like in one plot. Yeah. This year for Grant Park again, triumphant mm-hmm. return. Yes. The Conquerors. And uh, there's three plots now, and mm-hmm. one of them is Buckingham, Buckingham Fountain. Fountain. Yeah. So it's going to be Buckingham Fountain and the plot north and the plot south, and it's going to be pretty long. Yeah. Pretty big. Good. I'm not entirely sure if they're going to have it fenced off or not again. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping no, because I want to hang out in mm-hmm. there with people the other days that I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I kind of want it to be fenced in. Yeah. Because they did say that there was going to be re-entry for people. Okay. So that means probably, probably it's fenced going in. to be fenced. But. Well, on the days that we aren't playing at the fest, we could go to Lincoln Park and play. Relive our, our Go Fest 2018 days and go to the Lincoln Park Zoo in Lincoln Park. That's very true. Hang out. That's true. I wonder if they're going to have raids this year. They didn't have raids last year during Go Fest, did they? No, they didn't because the first year it was a train wreck. Yes. Uh, it was a train wreck for a number of reasons, but mm-hmm. one of the things that worked the least was, was raids. 
Um, so I'm hoping you know, now that there's four days, the self-service is spread out across four days. You know, maybe they'll be able to pull some raids off. I'm hoping. I really am hoping. I'm hoping that they have that Wi-Fi network that they had last yeah, year. Yeah, that like, was cool. Kind of uh, more stable than mm-hmm. it was last year. Yeah. Although it did help in a pinch. Mm-hmm. So there's that. If you're looking for some good hotels to stay at, uh, the Continental is right across from Grant Park. Mm-hmm. That's a really nice place. Yep. If you go on the Pokemon Gold Live website as well, if you if you haven't booked your hotel yet, uh, you should. You definitely yeah. should. They yeah. have a bunch of partner hotels there. Uh-huh. Uh, but pretty much any hotel that's right by Millennium Park or Grand Park or anywhere in the loop right there is a good choice. Even still, like most good hotels are within a few blocks walking distance. You really can't go wrong. You really can't. It's true. It's a nice area. Mm-hmm. Last little things here from the data mine, koala underscore settings. Now, while this seems like a no big deal, the coding for Pokemon Let's Go was Beluga. Okay. So we're not entirely sure if this is going to maybe be a mechanic for a tie-in with Sword and Shield or something like that. That one's super open to speculation. Are they just naming them random animals? Most tech companies will have a code name well, for I know. I thing. mean, like Android has like Lollipop, Ice right. Cream Sundae, the right. whole thing. Right. Donut. Yes, but they, they keep those names as operating systems. Yeah. But when there's like a project under development, it's like I know that Microsoft, they, oh man, they had the craziest names for the Xbox. I don't remember what they were. They were like outlandish names. Anyway, it seems that they use um, animal names at Pokemon Go. I I would assume that that's because, you know, they're animals. So, Oh, it was uh, Project Scorpio. Project Scorpio. Also Arachnid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're all over the board Anaconda. There. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's all these crazy names. Anyway, um, besides that, we're not sure what the whole koala settings thing is, but here's one that I'm pretty sure we can imagine exactly what this is. I am a sleeping Snorlax. <laughs> Good code comment. Definitely going to be like a pop-up encounter, right? Yeah. It has to be. Or like you're traveling down the road and you can see a sleeping Snorlax on your map. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. So yeah, that's the APK. If you guys want to go and look at the at the article yourself, we're going to have that link in our show notes as always. And now for some loose ends. We never really do this, but there are some things that we didn't mention a couple of weeks ago that we should have mentioned that were very small. And then um, some new things this week. First being Pokestop submissions are live in India. Yeah. Good for you, India. Get it. Now, when's our turn? Probably the last ones. Yeah. I would imagine. I would imagine, too. We're probably one of the... I just don't want to admit it out loud. Yeah, we're probably one of the biggest networks, though, just being North America in general. So we're probably going to be the last group of people that can do live focus. I don't think the heart of Europe has anything either from there. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, specific countries. I'm interested It seemed like they went with, like, some of the smaller countries. I think Brazil was one of the top ones, one of the first ones, though, and that one is pretty big Pogo following. We read the the list before, and and it was yeah. quite. It was like I think it was like thirteen or fourteen countries or something like that. Yeah. So uh, it's getting there. So just you know, hang in there, guys. It, it'll be our turn soon. Shiny Seal also came out last week. Uh, that one kind of snuck by us. <laughs> uh, Shiny Seal is like a little bit of like a yellowed eggshell color. It yeah, looks like off white, gold in comparison, but it's not gold. It's off white. Yeah, it's off white. So there's that. It's oh. like what your parents paint all of the house. <laughs> That's that's what it is. It's eggshell white. <laughs> Perfect. Also, unintentionally, the color of every car I've ever owned. Really? 
<laughs> yes. No, your car is white, I think. It's been uh, eggshell is what they re- described it oh. as. Yeah, eggshell. Oh. I don't know why. You're I think, driving a giant egg. I think eggshell is just white, though. It's not. It's off-white. It is a little bit off-white. Just very close. Very just a touch. Slightly off-white. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be white. So uh, besides a shiny seal and his off-whiteness, yeah. Pokemon Go is available in the Samsung Galaxy Store. Oh. And some weird stuff is happening. Like, I was just hopping on the subreddit this morning because I check it almost every single day. And people were comparing that the in-store shop for, like, Pokecoins and stuff, if you download the app from the Samsung Galaxy Store in some regions, the boxes and the Pokeballs were, like, cheaper and stuff. Huh. Isn't that wild? It is. I think that's only for some regions. I didn't see it in any, like, USD Maybe they or... they counted for inflation. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I know that Australia <laughs> is paying that? Uh, an astronomical amount on average more than we are. For everything. For yeah. For, for everything. Every, that's true. Well, you know, hey. And then lastly, uh, this is a big deal. Premium raid passes can now be deleted. Yes. Uh, so for those of you that are just swimming in raid passes and you, you know, don't want them, you can delete them and reclaim some of your very precious bag space. How many raid passes do you have? 400. Oh, we're almost there. Yeah, we're getting there. We're almost there for 500 Raids of Summer, which Mm -hmm. is happening starting June 21st. Oh, my gosh. It's getting (laughs) so close. I'm really going to get all that stuff together. Yeah. I'm so excited. Like this week. I'm really excited. Yes. Anyway, that's it for the news. Uh, We're going to go into gear up next. Kyle is not here. So we're going to talk about how to prepare for live events. Yes. Ness and I went to Pokemon Go Fest last year. Very important. I've been to the one two years ago, so we know a little bit about what to expect. Plus, although, you know, uh, just a bunch of community days, hiking around outside, inside, in the rain, in the snow. We've been right. there with you. But specifically, here's how to prepare for like a Go Fest. Mm-hmm. Big events. Right. So whether this is your first or your third Go Fest, here's some pro tips. Number one, give yourself plenty of time to get to the event. Parking is going to be a nightmare. Parking will be a nightmare. We suggest you do public transportation if yes, you can. Especially in Chicago. Right. And the reason that this one's important, last year this really didn't matter at all because there was no lines because there was no fences or anything. You just came in, you scan something. Right. If they fence it in again, the first year they did fences and they did security checks and all that stuff, the line was insane. An hour into the event... My friend and I that went, a friend of the show, Alex, we were still in line. Mm-hmm. So make sure you give yourself plenty of time to get there. If you, You're not going to be at the front of the line unless you show up a week early. But, you know, give yourself an extra hour. Especially if you're going on Thursday because you guys are going to be the first ones there. And we'll be relying on you to let us know if there's fences or not. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are the guinea pigs and you know that. I'm sure we know. We'll, we'll know if there's fences, I'm sure people will be uh, yelling about it on the internet. I don't think people want them. I'll keep an eye on it while I'm downtown. I work downtown, so I'll, I'll be wandering around. Maybe on a lunch break, I'll go do a raid okay. n- near that area and see if I can Scope see any, out. any fences. Yeah. Hey, it's a bunch of fences. Cell towers, what What's we got going, going on? on. Yeah. So what do you think the pros and cons are to having this thing fenced or not? Because um, you only attended one that was non-fenced. I liked the non-fenced one. It was very low stress, low key. I can't even imagine it being fenced, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I guess fenced could be nice because then it's an exclusive event, but where is there are very few events in Chicago that are full fenced. I think uh Taste of Chicago is fenced off just because it's so large and it's just for crowd control, but everything else is pretty much open area if it's not in Millennium Park. 
So I don't know. I don't I can't imagine it being closed fenced, but that's because I only went to the open fenced one. Yeah, I can't imagine it being closed fenced either. And I went to the one that was fenced. It yeah. was just not great. Chaos. It was just really not that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a logistical kind of nightmare. Yeah. They were trying to be as prepared as possible. It just, I don't think it's good for that yeah. sort of event. Anyway, mm-hmm. there we go. Number two, factory sealed water bottles or an empty refillable bottle is definitely a must. Yes. You need water, dude. Yep. Come on. Hydrate. Stay hydrated. Hail hydrate. Please. And then number three, sunscreen for the love of God. Use sunscreen. You're going to need it. <laughs> Please. Don't be like 2017, Chris. Except this year is going to be great because it's in June, whereas the past, what, two years, it was in July. So like a month later. So the temperature should be a lot more amiable than they were in past events. You say that, but trying to predict the weather in in Chicago is uh, a losing battle. I know, but I mean, it's not that hot this year. We're having kind of a really, really long winter. So I'm hoping it'll stay pretty mild, maybe in like the 80s instead of the 90s or 100s. Yeah. Maybe. I'm I'm shooting for 70s. That's what yeah. I want. But it's not even technically summer when it's GoFest. A guy so. can dream. Yeah. Sure can. Number four, extra power bank. Oh, we need to charge like all of ours. The first one goes without saying you need a power bank. But yes. number two, bring an extra one. Yes. Bring whatever bag is, a, is appropriate and put an extra power bank in there. And they do tend to have charging stations and you can buy power banks on site too. Yes, case. they're going to have all of those again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's always good, but you want to be prepared. Right. And if you are staying in a hotel, I'm stealing this tip from a Zoe Two Dots video. She did something similar to this list here. She said to bring a power strip to the hotel. So you can plug in all of your things. Definitely. Especially if you're rooming with somebody else. If you're going to have three devices that you want to charge really quick, because if you use the same plug for three things, by the time you're done charging the third thing, the first one needs to be charged again, most more than likely. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, definitely bring a, a power strip. Don't bring a whiff to the event. You're not going to have a use for it. <laughs> but maybe your hotel. Next one is take frequent breaks. Sit down. Yes. Stand. Go at, go at the little different stands that they have across GoFest. They usually have like little stages where they're doing trivia events and things, um, as well as the team lounges. Go stand over there for a little while. Finish your water bottle. Hang out. Chill. Do what you need to do. And I think last year we spent an hour in a team lounge on yes. beanbag chairs, just mm-hmm. like talking about shiny Wilmer for a good 30 and minutes. And I did get a shiny Wilmer. Yes, you uh, did. On that beanbag chair. Idle. It was the best. <laughs> what a great memory. It was my first shiny Wilmer. I think I yelled out. A whole bunch of people got really excited. It was a moment. A little bit of people were concerned as well, but you know, at the same time. It's fine. You know? <laughs> I have my needs. <laughs> yes. And then lastly here, before we start looking at the approved and unapproved item list from the Pokemon Go Live website i would definitely say remember it's okay to just enjoy the venue if you want to stop playing for a little while yes don't be pressured to keep playing yes Yes. you paid to get to this event to play this game but if you're not used to playing for eight or nine hours and i think i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that most people aren't used to playing this game nine hours straight right it's okay to put it it down for an hour clear your head leave re-entry is a thing go Mm -hmm. walk around grab a sandwich somewhere else Mm -hmm. and come back that's mm-hmm. totally cool, healthy. Definitely, you should do that. Not too far away from there is a really nice place that has really good Bloody Marys, just say. Yes. <laughs> so do your research, folks. All right, so here's some allowed and prohibited items. There's a long list for prohibited items, and some of them go without saying. But here's the stuff that is allowed. Clear backpacks, standard school size backpacks only, no frames or camping gear. That being said, I bought a clear backpack last year, and there were people walking around with regular ones, and nobody stopped them. Do we still have it? Yes. Okay. Wait. 
We might have tossed it. I think it. we did. Hmm. Yeah. We're going to have to get a new one. Yep. Or something. Yep. Hmm. I'm just going to get cargo shorts and just shove all my stuff there in the pockets. Go. Yeah. There you go. Binoculars are allowed, uh, you know, for spotting Pokemon. For peeping way? across Grant Park. I don't know. <laughs> Over Blankets, the ocean. Sheets and towels are all cool. You know, things that are For like your picnic. That. Yeah. If you want to show up, sure. Cameras, basic point and shoot consumer grade cameras. GoPro cameras without accessories. So no selfie sticks, because y'all, that can be a weapon. Don't do that, even if you don't mean it to. It's offensive to me. Don't use your selfie stick. Joking. Sealed sunscreen lotion is allowed, but no aerosol containers. Because apparently we're taking a flight somewhere. Extra Empty hydration packs and water bottles, max size of 36 ounces. Mm. You can bring those. You can bring prepackaged food. It has to be sealed still. Snacks. Water. Bring that stuff like we said before. There's going to be refill stations throughout the throughout the park. You're so. going to want snacks. I'm just saying you're going to want oh, snacks. Definitely you are going to want snacks. Yeah, so bring, I know I'm going to want snacks. Bring your sealed food. I think last year we got ice cream from the ice cream vendors that were around. Sure did. And that was great. But and bring, there was a food snacks. trucks too. It was really yes. great. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, man. You can bring a collapsible umbrella and you are allowed to have a stroller. So, you know, you don't have to like make your two-month-old walk with you. Or you can just put all of your stuff in a stroller. And that's your baby for there the you day. Go. Yeah, like a shopping cart, except allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so here's some prohibited items. Cigarettes, e-cigs, or vaping devices. All of them. Any and all of them. Aerosol containers, like they said. None of that stuff's cool. Any and all professional audio or video recording equipment. Camera accessories, such, such as selfie sticks, tripods, monopods, GoPro mounts, stuff like that. You know what we're talking about. Don't bring a drone. Don't bring a flag or a banner. Don't bring a cooler. Don't bring a huge framed backpack don't bring a hammock in case you wanted to set up shop and sleep at go fest you know i wasn't gonna bring one but now they mentioned now it. you're thinking That's about a really it really good idea yeah i kind of into it hmm. glass containers don't bring one of those because if it breaks y'all that's a it's a pretty severe hazard weapons or explosives of any kind knives who had to think about that spears who had to think about that should i bring this roman candle to pokemon go fest ninja stars yeah ninja stars that's a big one i know there's a big issue with that two years ago yeah pepper spray do not bring pepper spray don't bring pepper spray Mm -mm -mm. don't bring any illegal or illicit substances of any kind drugs or drug paraphernalia alcohol of any kind professional grade radios or walkie talkies why not i don't know why can't we have walkie talkies? maybe it messes with the cell towers it could. Actually, it might. That might yeah. really be the thing there. But at the same time, like just download a walkie-talkie app in your phone. There's Boxer. hundreds of them. Yeah, grab Voxer and just talk to your friends there. You can't bring any pets unless they're service animals and they're totally cool. Any sort of like movement vehicle, skateboards, scooters, bicycles, wagons, or carts, including red wagons, they say, because apparently Aww. people think that they're, they're different, I suppose. Or any personal motorized vehicle. I think the only exception is a motorized wheelchair. Tents, canopies, or shade structures of any kind. We're not going to be living at GoFest, folks. You guys are getting some sun whether you like it or not. This is not Burning Man. <laughs> Actually, it, it might, might be, be Burning, Burning Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please do not affix anything to the trees or shrubs. Okay. I was going to try to hang up my hammock between two bushes. You know? <laughs> unauthorized, unlicensed vendors are not allowed. No unauthorized solicitation in materials, including handbills, flyers, stickers, beach balls, giveaways, samples. Oh, so we can't bring stickers. I love that beach balls are in there. In case anybody's trying to get that party started. Start a beach ball business at GoFest. 
and then no chairs of any kind. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so there's that. Those Bring the, your blankets because you're going to have to sit on the grass. Definitely. Yeah. You know, because the tents, the team tents have seating in them, but a lot of the time, a lot of them aren't available. We should bring a blanket. So, That's something we didn't do last year. We that should definitely been nice. do that. Yeah. It's a good idea. Okay. All right. We're Maybe we'll put together down. a list of things that we're bringing to GoFest. We could do that and then like take a, you know, read it later. Yeah. People are like, this is an example of what we're doing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mine's just going to be 10 power banks uh-huh. and an extra pair of shoes. Okay. Yep. I don't know why I need an extra pair of shoes. But I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm that's, prepared. Yeah. That's probably smart. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And that's pretty much it for um, gear up this week. It's yeah. a little, little bit off brand from the normal gear up. But, hey, uh, it's important. We're getting into event season. I think so. And I think a month out is definitely when you guys should be preparing for this. Yes. So if, if you want an entire list of things that you should definitely bring or not bring with you, uh, or you want somebody's second opinion, like I said before, Zoe Two Dots came out with a really excellent video on how to prepare and her previous experiences and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. go check out that video. Uh, we'll have a link to it in the show notes as well. Yes. Let's move on to the polka lore. So this week we're going to talk about, <laughs> we're looking up the, the appropriate way to say this Pokemon's name. It's either Mesprit or Mesprit. I'm pretty sure it's Mesprit. 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 So we're going to go with Mesprit just for the sake of simplicity. Um, but it's the emotion Pokemon. Mesprit is a small gray fairy-like Pokemon. It has two tails that each have a red jewel encrusted in them. These are presumably two of the jewels which comprise the red chain. Mesprit has a partially magenta face with four long drooping appendages and another red gem encrusted in its forehead. Mesprit's spirit can leave its body without dying and return to the body at will. Legends say that a person that touches it will have their emotions completely drained away. Oh, gosh. Wow. That (laughs) got dark. Um, It can teleport itself as well as other Pokemon and humans. Though playful, it's a bit mischievous. Well, yeah, because it takes your feelings away. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So stats are max CP 3058, a lackluster attack of 212 and stamina of 190 make the better than average defense stat of 212 seem even less useful. So it's not, it, it's a dex filler. It's yeah, another I one just of those. realized, I wrote that and I realized just how damning that sounded. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's a dex filler. You like it. It's there. So its best move set is going to be Confusion and Future Sight, both psychic moves. Yeah, so this is the one that kind of falls into the range of like not really having a particular practical use. Yeah. Uh, Azelf has Other the high attack Other than stealing your emotions. I guess so. <gasps> yeah. Boy, oh. Azelf has a high attack stat, like I was saying. It's you know actually an, a useful attacker um, in comparison to the other two. And Uxie has CP low enough that it can be used in Great League. Oh. And so that, that has a use there. But Mesprit or Mesblee <laughs> is kind of in this middle ground where it's like, I don't really have a home. I don't really have a purpose. Yeah. You know, so it's other than pretty. text filler. Yeah. It's got pink hair. Yeah, it's tentacles, cool. whatever's going on, on top of his head. I have no idea. Let's move on to the Pokepole. So last week's question was, how do you feel about regional legendary Pokemon? Ness, how do you feel about legendary regional Pokemon before we move on? It's fine. It's fine? Yeah. I think it's it's actually a really neat idea. I do like the regional Pokemon because it kind of makes you either get out and travel or make connections that do travel or live in those areas. So that's a lot of fun. I think and opening regionals to that is also a good move. I don't have anything against okay. it. I'm so glad that you're not salty about it. No. Nah. Because I think it's really great, although it I is. do understand why some people are reasonably upset. Yeah, I mean, if you're landlocked, it's hard, but yes. make friends, you know? Make friends that travel a lot. There's a lot of business folks that play Pokemon Go. There's a lot of people that are studying abroad. Definitely. You know, reach out. And I've since been convinced, I said last week, because they came out and they confirmed that 
they were not going to rotate. Yep. And somebody said, yeah, they say that, but they're going to anyway. And I'm kind of in that camp now too. So anyway, what everybody else have to say about it? Sure. So JC Pick said, love it. Not everything can be handed to the community. You got to get up and go. Frantic says a wild legendary with low spawn rate gives more incentive to hunt and chase. Handing out 30 free ones really doesn't motivate me and my community. Not to mention they're all useless apart from Uxy, PvP only, which only makes it feel like another Reggie month. That's fair. Yeah. Stephanie says I'm dreading the amount of Stardust I'm going to spend to trade for them. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. Mm-hmm. Just Jack says, I'm a fan. It's different in a good way. I do wonder, though, does this mean that they always have to be in the raid rotation, similar to how regional Pokemon spawn rates have to be maintained through special events? Maybe. Hmm. Julius says regional legendaries are okay if they change regions every now and then, yes. which they probably will, or they'll pop up in 7K eggs at some point. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't think they'll pop up in 7K eggs. Who knows? I mean, they're legendaries. That'd be Who wild. Knows? Who knows? Man. Sarah says, I've always liked the idea of regionals. It makes my sense of wonderlust increase, and I just hope it gives Niantic an opportunity to crack down on spoofers. Terry Wolf says, what I don't like about the Lake Trio being region lock is because of PvP. One area will have one that's in the Great League meta, while other regions won't. Especially now that there are global rankings, it needs to be more fair. This also includes Tropius. You know, I agree. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we often lose sight that the Sylph Arena and Niantic and Pokemon Go in general are not in cahoots, really. Yeah. So just because it's unfair for PvP, like that's not Pokemon Go's fault. That's true. That's true. But at the same time, it's not like they're not aware that it's happening. It's mm-hmm. a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This week's Pokepole, what rare Pokemon would you like to see in Tier 1 through 4 raids? Okay, so... I know it's kind of a weird question, but I was thinking about this. Like, we always talk about tier five raids and stuff we like do. that. Yeah. Tier one through four raids, what is a Pokemon that you would love to see in there because you have a hard time getting them anywhere else? You'd love to get a good IV one and stuff like that. Nose pass. Maybe there's a shiny that's out that you want to get and now it's more rare. It's nose pass. It's nose pass for you? Just <laughs> nose pass? Just tier one through four? Just all, all nose all pass. Nose pass. <laughs> Not even a shiny, just all of them are just nose no, pass. No, I would like some shinies thrown in there. I would like some, <laughs> you know, more interesting Pokemon, but the one that comes to mind is nose pass. And maybe it's because we mentioned Probopass earlier, and that's all I can think about right now. So I am not an appropriate source of information. <laughs> She's in a good headspace right now. I'm not going to ruin that. Absolutely. It's nose pass. For me, my answer is definitely Lapras, especially now that it's okay. been removed from the Wind 5 raids uh, thing and Grimer's right. been thrown in there for mm-hmm. that task. I think Lapras needs to be more accessible because they, they put out the shiny and they pulled the rug out from underneath the Lapras. That's true. It's It was already rare to begin with and yeah. now all of our other avenues of getting it. I'm still I'm still frustrated about mm-hmm. that. It's been two weeks. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, I would love to see Lapras. That'd be really great. Yeah. Um, dear listener, if you guys have an answer to the question, what rare Pokemon would you like to see in tier one through four raids? Go ahead and send that to mail at gocastpodcast.com or when we post the question on Facebook or Twitter or if you're a patron in our Discord, you can leave an answer there. And uh, we pick from everywhere when we read them online here, when we read them on the show every single week. But speaking of emails, email. we've got an email from dear listener Andy who had a lot of really wonderful things to say about the show and he had some other things to talk about goals. So on goals, I think it's a great idea for those who want to stay engaged in the game and to try and find something new. Pokemon Go is a very vast game when you've played it since the beginning. I'm a level 40 instinct player. 
which I reached the level almost two months ago, and I was honestly wondering if I would still play the game as much when I hit level 40, since that was my ultimate goal when I started playing Go almost three years ago. I've still been playing as much as before simply because I set goals for myself. Yes, it can be a little disappointing to not reach some of the goals I have set, but that just keeps me going for the next week. I have been setting goals weekly for myself, much like you guys do. I've been doing this for almost three months now, and it's really fun to look back and see all that you've accomplished. I also just started to keep track of the fun and exciting things that have happened each week, like the beginning of your episodes when Chris would ask how everybody's week was. <laughs> Uh, that will also be a very fun thing to do since there's no disappointment. At least there, there shouldn't be. And you can look back on those and recall the rare and fantastic things that happened during a certain time. For example, last week was a pretty solid week for me. Here we go. I love this stuff. I love story good, time. Good. During that time, I caught a shiny diglet. Yes. Participated in the Groudon Legendary Dinner Hour. Yes. Five raids, but no shiny. Oh. That's still five raids. Got a shiny cast form from a trade. Yes. Got a lucky 100% Ivy Riolu. Yes. And caught a shiny Chikorita. Ooh, Wow. And so far this week, I got a shiny Latias for my research breakthrough. Wow. I would encourage all that listen to this podcast to make goals for yourselves. It's a good motivation to stay in the game and keep things fresh, even if it's something small. Start with that. And maybe it'll just be the thing to spark a desire to be a better trainer. I love this email. That was really nice. That's really, really great. He also set some goals for himself this week. Uh, his weekly goals are catch an Azelf in a raid, evolve a Riolu into Lucario, and become lucky friends with You have somebody. that 100% Riolu. That's the one. Mm -hmm. I think that's why it all yeah. of a sudden became a priority. I don't blame him. And then he also said, hey, I'll send a follow-up email letting you guys know how my goals went, if that's cool with you. And the Always answer cool. is yes. definitely. We love this stuff. Why do you think yeah. we set goals every week? We're all about it. This stuff's cool. Well, Chris is about it. Well, I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys like it too. It's just kind we, of a fun thing along. to be like. <laughs> we we like to whine every once in a while. Yeah, it's it's fun. But honestly, I really think that setting goals is the only reason that I'm still playing as hardcore as I am too. Because I hit forty a while ago, and I probably would have hit the wall had it not been for well, a this show. Yep. But also, b like, there's always something for you to do. Mm -hmm. There's always something for you to work towards. So you can mm -hmm. always think of mm -hmm. something. And just because you're not filling up a meter doesn't mean you're not progressing yeah you know yeah anyway thanks for the email andy we really appreciate it thank you if you guys would like to send us an email go ahead and send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com we're just about we're just about done here yeah we're heading towards the tail end of the show yes if you guys would like to leave us a review and please i hope you'd like to leave us a review go ahead and leave those on uh, itunes or stitcher or apple podcasts if you do it helps us out immensely like mm -hmm. i really can't even tell you yep so for those of you that already have shout out to you guys you guys are amazing we love you to death. Go ahead and send us an email, like I said before, to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Again, if you do intend to attend the Reap Up 2019, there is an RSVP page on there. Just go ahead and fill out the form really quick. It'll ask for your name, your email, and if you're bringing anybody with you, just so we can keep track of a headcount. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Twitter, at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, the Gocast Podcast. If you'd like to help support the show monetarily and then you'll know, participate in the PvP tournaments and stuff like that, hang out in Discord, all those fun things, you can go to patreon.com forward slash gocast podcast. And before we go, Ness. Here we go. Am I going to see you next week or should we just set a goal for two weeks out from now? Rude. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> that was but you know rude. what? You might not see me next week because you know who you will see next week. Oh, that's right. Friend of the show, Nick Cooper. He's going to be in town. Let's see if I can't get him to record with me again. Yeah. It'll be fun. Maybe we'll we'll have a boys recording and just you and Nick and Kyle, but we'll see. 
that'd be fun. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Anyway, Ness, for the next time you are on uh-huh. the show, what are your goals going to be for this week or the time in between in general? Well, next week is going to be the same as last week was for me, so it's going to be pretty busy. Um, I'm going to try and see if I can get on one of those lunchtime raids, see if I can move my meetings around, because <laughs> I'd like to go out and get out and do something. Maybe it won't be raining too much. Um, so lunchtime raid, and we'll say 100,000 Stardust. All right. One raid at lunch, if time allows, and 100,000 Stardust. Yes. That's pretty solid. Yes. So for myself, get four Pokemon ready for regionals. So total four. So I need to get two more done this week since I only got two done this past uh-huh, week. Uh-huh. 100,000 Stardust. And let's see. You know, I can't really think of anything else. Uh, I think that's going to be it for me. I'm going to kind of keep it light, mm-hmm. I believe, because it's going to be, I think, another crazy week for us. I can't. Yes. I can't think what it is, but I remember two weeks ago looking at this month and going, wow. Yeah. This whole month, every <laughs> single weekend has something. Going We're on. pretty much booked. Actually, yes. for the next two months. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Always. We'll see you for 47. Bye-bye. Bye.